0: to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable Find some southern charm in a glass of iced tea and enjoy. How many times have you found yourself in your attic looking for something that you need to take downstairs, and at some point you stumble across an old high school annual? Instantly, you're reminded of what you used to look like and what you used to do. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode title, Days Gone By. Sticking around in a few things, I ran across a slogan the other day I have not heard in years, and this will take you back, and you will visualize this the moment I say it. Okay. Be kind and rewind.
1: Be kind and rewind.
0: Do you remember those days?
1: For the cassettes?
0: This was, yeah. You No, no, no. This was going down to Blockbuster and renting because oh, you got hit with the 99 cents.
1: You know what? I think that there's only one Blockbuster that's left. I,
0: I do believe you're right, and who they're renting to, I have no clue.
1: Did you not think it was the coolest thing on Friday and Saturday night to go to Blockbuster and pick out your movies?
0: Well, I have to admit we couldn't do that because there was no Blockbuster where I
1: live. <laughs> I remember going, and I remember that, you know, you'd always be on edge. You'd wait and see if somebody turned in a movie. If yeah. you went to that place that section and that movie was not there. Yeah, and it had to be in a little box. Exactly. And then you'd see people coming in and dropping off and you'd be like, Oh, please let it be that movie because that was something you look forward to. And you'd get like three or four of them. And I mean, you'd just watch them all weekend.
0: The best that we had was a gas station that had maybe 20, 30 movies in, you know, in our little small town. That was it on a stick.
1: And then you had like, I guess is Red Box still around? That,
0: that came along afterwards and I don't know. Because the DVD is also going by the wayside now, correct?
1: Absolutely. Think about it. Netflix. And then you've got...
0: Everything's streaming.
1: Everything And I streaming. predict,
0: if you really look at this, the way we watch television, your NBC, your CBS and all that, that ain't going to be around forever, I don't think. It's going to be like radio to where it, one day you wake up and it's really kind of obsolete.
1: Well, I mean, isn't some of our, what we perceive as local stations... When they're doing the news and doing the weather, they're not really local in some places. You're
0: absolutely right. They uh, they tape it somewhere else and it's. I shot mean, they in make them. it
1: look like it is, and they have current events and they have things that are going on for that city or that community. And but they're not actually housed there.
0: Right. Radio, for example, it'll be one guy that does thirty to forty radio stations.
1: And that's how they, I guess, yeah. they make it efficient and they make it affordable and they can produce a product for a small town i guess
0: yeah and uh it's going morning shows you know like you tell you, who's that guy that bobby bones uh, that does uh country radio if you go back who was it uh, the guy that passed away rick dees you remember yeah, that yeah that morning? yeah exactly huh? and i guess that show's still going even after he passed away i think that crew stayed together but you know it's one person and they'll be on 80 100 300 radio stations and that guy that had that job is gone
1: well, speaking of that, did you ever have make you like your, I mean, and I know you come from the radio world, uh-huh. so I can't wait to pick your brain on this, but like you made your own cassette of all your favorite, your favorite songs and you worked on it. Oh yeah. And when you got that cassette ready, it was the bomb. I mean, you <laughs> couldn't lose that cassette. What did they call those, mixtapes? Is that what they called Yeah, call you had that? you like a mixtape of all your favorite songs. You had to hit the pause just right
0: and have the double player to get it to work right.
1: And listen, I remember when you guys were doing the radio, like if a favorite song came on, I mean, you had to be like, if you didn't have it where you could record, you would record it off of the radio. So you'd have to catch it just in time so you could hit record. And then you would be able to add that to your list of all your Cool songs that you wanted to listen to later on.
0: Yeah, Wolfman Jack would be in a world of hurt now because you know for years, and people would call a radio station, want to hear a song. Well, it's coming up, and they'd call back every ten minutes. When are
1: you gonna play my song? Oh, I remember that. I remember calling in to radio stations to say, "Hey, would you?" Because you couldn't get it. Yeah, you know. And now, if I want a song, it's on iTunes or Apple or whatever that you have as your streaming service. It's there. Instantly,
0: But, you know, and it it's almost ironic to where the people wanted something and the radio stations would have this playlist to where we're not breaking this. We're going to play that song at 9 p.m. tonight. We're not playing it a second sooner. It really put them out of business by doing that because it's on demand now.
1: Okay, so you started off and or do you remember when did you ever have a walkman
0: no but i knew people that did
1: and they were cool
0: that come out in the early 90s is that right or was it 86 yeah i mean so if you
1: had a walkman you know you'd be walking around with a little headset on and the little thing had a little clip on it and you could put it on your shorts or whatever else and you know that's what you use when you were jogging or just walking the neighborhood or whatever else that was cool then that got replaced with the what would you call the little things that would have? It was like by Apple, and it would store so many oh, songs. Yeah, 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 the MP3 player. And then it got to be where it would hold more and hold more. And those things are just really obsolete now because all you need is your phone.
0: You know, I read an article, and it's funny that you brought up at Waltman. It was the, the guy that ran that company uh, went to his research department because he was going somewhere, and he wanted to listen to a tape, a cassette. And he told them he wanted to do this, and they developed it for him, and he took it to the board, and they pretty much laughed at him over that. And then they done a prototype, and within six months, it was selling millions. It was just so, boom, it changed the world.
1: And now, I mean...
0: You couldn't find one of them now if you had to. I
1: mean, do you ever think that we'll get past the point that we won't even be streaming? Because everything right now is at our fingertips, whether it is movies, whether it's podcasts, whether it is music, whatever. You don't have to do any work. Well, see, I don't even know what to imagine
0: because back when we had cassettes, I couldn't imagine a such thing as a CD. I didn't know. I don't know enough about technology to know what could replace it. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: And this is another thing. All right, so you had albums.
0: Oh, wait a minute. You Did you just dog on the eight-track tape? Did you
1: just dog on that? No, <laughs> I had the eight-tracks.
0: Boy, that...
1: I had eight-track tapes.
0: Now, I know around, I was... Uh... And
1: if it got pulled out, you were had.
0: Yeah. That was what, about 1980, they started fading away and the cassette started
1: coming in. And then you had the CDs. Yeah. And that was another thing. You would record all your stuff onto the recordable CDs. And then, you know, you had CD players. All right, so do you remember going in stores and you buying CDs?
0: Yeah, the the rewrite the RWs.
1: And so now, but I'm talking about like... Bonnie Raitt or Alan Jackson or whoever it was, you wanted their latest album came yeah. out. You know, it was albums. Then it got replaced with the CDs and you busted, you know, as quickly as you could into the local store. Yeah. If you to walk
0: through the door behind you, behind our studio into that, my spare room, I have two or 3,000 CDs still on a and wall. And
1: that's the thing. That's what I was saying is at my house and I, I'm, i mean, I'm ashamed to admit, but I have a stereo system. And it's like, I can't tell you the last time I have even used it. you This was about an expensive one.
0: The old, Like when, when we were teenagers, the Pioneer, and it had the, the different decks and the equalizer. Yeah,
1: but this one, I, and I know that, that it was real cool back then if you had like the clear case yeah. and you had them all stacked up. But this is one like in your house where you've got shelving and you've got the receiver. And then I think all I have now is the receiver and it's like a six-disc CD player. Yeah. And it's like my husband told me the other day, he said, and then we had speakers that were set up in the uh, ceiling of the house. So, you know, you thought you were really cool because you could play your music. And when you built your house, you had your speakers that were automatically wired to that uh, sound system. But now, who uses the sound system?
0: Even in my shop, I've got, what you're saying, a CD out there. And I'm just before throwing it in the garbage because even out there is Bluetooth, all my speakers in my shop. Exactly. So, what is the next step I walk
1: around... With a Bluetooth speaker, and I'm playing it off of my cell phone rather than I'm playing it off of my sound system.
0: <laughs> you know, no longer do you even, with your car, have to buy a car with a CD player or any of that stuff because your phone connects to it and whatever's on your phone. I don't even plays. know. Do they even
1: still, I don't even know if they still sell cars or trucks these days that have CD players.
0: I, you, you, I don't know either.
1: What about this, Scotty? Do you remember the Polaroid cameras? Oh,
0: now are you talking about the Instamatic or are you talking the, about the old one? I'm talking up? about,
1: no, I'm talking about the instant ones where you could, you take the picture, you know, you had to load all the, that it was like a little um, cassette type thing. For that you like, loaded in the bottom. Yeah, that you loaded in that had all of the, the film. Yeah. And then when you took the picture, it came out. And you had to kind of shake it. Yeah, that and it was,
0: was uh, Rockford Files. It'd be James Garner. Yeah, that used and then to push you would shows. see
1: where it would take so much time, and then the picture would eventually appear. Now I've heard that some of those have made little comebacks, where they're little mini versions of that. But I mean, forever. I mean, that was the thing was to have one of those instant. Cameras.
0: You brought that up, and it's funny. I was in a uh, a lawnmower place this week getting of uh, blades, and I was standing there, and a the old boy behind me got to talking about people snapping pictures these days. You know, if you take a picture with your cell phone, it'll throw it up on Facebook or wherever, and it tells who you are with facial recognition. And he goes, back in the day, you know, he goes, you kind of slip around. He said, nowadays, he said, you could whoop an old boy before that thing would develop there. You know, take that. <laughs> and he said, you could whoop him if he took a picture of you that he shouldn't, wasn't supposed to. And he goes,
1: now nah, you can't do that. And you bring up a good point. Now you can instantly put something on Facebook or Instagram and really ruin someone's reputation. Mm-hmm. Back then, and this gets back to another one. The only way you were going to ruin somebody's reputation.
0: You'd run down to K and B and have it developed.
1: Well, or you got on a landline, and it may have been even been a party line, and had to wait your turn to get on the phone. Uh, and you called somebody that had another landline. And I don't even know if people even know what a landline is oh, these I days. Oh, I do. But you called a physical phone that had a connection into a wall are in you your house. Gonna,
0: are you going on to the rotary part of this?
1: And that it was rotary. You dialed it. Do you know somebody said that they gave their grandchild or something like that a rotary phone, and they had no idea how to place a phone call.
0: And how fast were you at that after you learned? Oh, the I, number? oh man,
1: I, I could man, I could tear it up. And then you ended up getting if you were really upscale, you had the punch. Once that you dialed you know oh, yeah. like that the little the a little handheld that had the little punch numbers and you could punch the digital. number in but back then if you wanted to get something out there quickly and, and let's say that it was legitimate things or it was you know i really want to ruin somebody which is the, the terrible side effect of technology you could do so you can do so now instantly back then it was either you called somebody on a landline and told them or either you saw him in school the next day yeah. and told him, but you didn't have really that proof. It was really kind of word of mouth. And, and that, that didn't, that didn't spread like wildfire. I mean, that would take a long time for you to find out that so and so had the worst reputation or did something on a Friday night they shouldn't have. Today, in two seconds, mm-hmm. it's out there on a Instagram and Facebook. Can watch it. And depending on how many users and how many shares and likes and whatever else, that person is ruined from a Friday to a Saturday. Their name is mud.
0: But you know, there's other products that, that come and go. And well, what is something else that you've run up on?
1: This really kind of dates us, but, and this would be something that you and I would have probably participated as kids. Nobody even has a concept of what this is now, is at least our kids don't. Pen pals. Oh, well, you write some mail letter, I hear. And you actually physically write a letter and mail the letter. I mean, how often do we use mail these days? Only
0: the prisoners get that these days because I think that's all the thing. To, you know, I say that jokingly, but isn't that about it? Isn't that the communication? Well, the, or,
1: yeah, if they don't sneak phones in, which I think all of them probably have but i mean think about that yeah you would want to get a pen pal or you had a friend that lived in another state that maybe you met at camp or something like that and you'd write letters and then you'd actually mail it i mean i think they're going up on postage because
0: nobody uses it
1: nobody uses it i mean yeah we mail packages yeah but as far as writing and correspondence you do that through text you do that through email you don't really write and it's so personable to get a letter. You know like when you get like a Christmas card or a thank you card. Or a thank you card or you know, a birthday wish. Don't you find it that it's a lot more personable if I get a card that's handwritten versus if I get a text that says best wishes or happy birthday, Scotty?
0: You know, it even got into this about the, the hand the thing of handwriting the other day to where people write so few letters that they've gone to where they're only teaching print now instead of cursive writing in school.
1: I just, I just think we missed the mark there. And I, I, hate I do to too. say that. But I don't think that my daughter, you know, who's a 21 year old now, had a lot of, of that when she was in elementary or kindergarten. And I love her to death, but I have seen some great penmanship. Hers is not one of them.
0: <laughs> I'm my, oh, I'm, I got you I'm, I'm telling mean, first grade just, on.
1: I mean, all of her capital letters and lowercase letters, they look the same. I mean, it's she can read it fine. I had the hardest time with. And I just wonder if that's because, you know, back then, do you remember practicing and you had to take a yep. little notebook home and you had to write so many T's, so many S's. So Started
0: many... that in third grade, I believe.
1: And, and now we don't do that. Uh, I mean, know, do you think that's a good thing that we need? And we, let's talk about this. Is that something that you think, well, that's good? You know, but that's, that's bygone. We need to move on. Or no, do I think don't think we need, we need to bring back. We need
0: to bring that back. And uh, there's going to be a generation that just doesn't know. It's like this common core stuff I don't agree with. It's like, why go around the world when you've got something that is already simplicity? I, I worry about where the nation is going some days.
1: Well, and that's like movies. That's just something that's happened as recent as probably the, I would say, the pandemic. Moviegoers, that's kind of dwindling uh, yeah, i mean now, if it's a big thing let's say there's some kind of star wars or something like that people want to see that in a movie they don't want to in a movie theater i should say they don't want to see that at home but for the most part you can stream anything that you want that has either just been released or recently been released sitting in your home
0: you can eat your own popcorn and you ain't got to wait in line to get no drink or go to the bathroom. Exactly. I, I like that better. But I, I do believe we're going to see it like the drive-in theater that faded away. I think theaters in general are going. I think that's the next Okay. Thing. Well,
1: that's something that has faded away, but because of COVID has actually come back. That's true. Did you ever go into a drive-in theater?
0: Never been to one in my life.
1: Oh, my goodness. We loved them. We used to have find out whose car we were going to take. Now, remember, nobody had money, you know, so yet, know. what you did was you'd pay for two people, but you had six people that were actually in the car. You'd have four people running in the trunk. The trunk. Yeah,
0: I can see that happening. And then
1: it's, you know, because it'd be dark, and you'd go through, pay for two people, and as soon as you pulled up wherever you pulled up, people would pile out, and then you'd have six people. Well, then they, they never went around and checked that.
0: But COVID has... To a degree, brought that back. Not, you know, in a huge number, but I am seeing it more and more across and America. I,
1: I hope that that's one of the things that has been a, a bygone is something that actually comes back because I loved going to a drive a drive in
0: with COVID. And you know, you bring that up concerts. You know, is this something that we're going to see fade away where large groups just never meet again? Terry, is that part of this?
1: I hope not.
0: I see where Garth Brooks this week is going. I think I'm going to put everything on hold. You know, he done a concert in Nashville when we we're recording that this week, and he says, "I think I'm just put this on hold again
1: because of COVID." Yeah, I don't know.
0: A lot of folks will never know this. Air conditioning has spoiled everybody. Back in the day, there was a lot of vehicles that had air, but it had that option to get that wind through the side vent, a vent window. And you had to twist it just right to get that airflow right into you.
1: Okay, when you're talking about cars, let's talk about this. Did I mean, I, I just wonder how many of our audience had a car or their family had a car that had roll-up windows. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you and I were growing up, there was no electric Windows. I mean, I, I, I mean, there were some cars, fancy cars, right? Cadillacs. And and now it's just standard. Every car. If you is would like electric. to
0: go relive that moment, old Green is parked out in the yard, and we can go for a spin, <laughs> and you can crank that window down.
1: But I mean, really, back then, was, that's all we knew was mm-hmm. roll up windows. It was. And if that
0: handle broke, you had to go get a pair of vice grips.
1: And think about how easy it was, though. To kind of break in, like if you ever coat accidentally lock the keys in your car, and now you could get a co hanger. You can't do that with some of these fancy cars.
0: I had uh, somebody come up to the house this week that locked their car keys with it running in their car, and uh, that was a uh, an hour-long little thing. But we got in there. I, I now know how to break into cars. And, but was that
1: like an older model car? No, or it was it?
0: Uh, like a uh, probably a 2014-15 model truck. And sitting there idling, couldn't get in
1: it. All right. Now, that would be one that I would say I would not want to come back.
0: But I used a coat hanger.
1: Exactly. So I guess there are benefits where you were able to use a coat hanger and get in. But I don't know that I would want that one to come back because I kind of like the convenience of hitting the uh, control and it rolling the window down or rolling it back up. It's pretty
0: cool. I like that myself. I'll
1: tell you another thing. I had a car, and it was a – and you can get this – It was a Ford Pinto.
0: Oh, I remember the Pinto. Don't get hit from behind.
1: And I thought that thing was fine. And it had plaid seats. And back then, every car now just about comes with a sunroof. It was, I remember that my dad got his bonus. And I don't know what all we did, but he gave some money out to my brother and myself. I took my money. And got a, you could get a sunroof installed, but it had just the little pop-up yeah. thing. You know, it didn't come back. It wasn't electric. Just raised it just up. Just raised up. I thought I was hot stuff. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's something that you don't see that many cars with going and getting a sunroof. They all come with sunroof. You, I mean, most of them cover the entire top of the car now.
0: Yeah, that is the new now, thing. Now that
1: to me, I like.
0: What do they call it, the panoramic view on cars now? Yeah, exactly. But back in the day, only you and the the chick off of Charlie's Angels, that Bree, you remember her? Yeah. Yeah, only y'all drove the Pinto. The other ones drove the Mustangs.
1: (laughs) What about, like, old games? You know, like... uh, Are you
0: talking Monopoly?
1: Yeah, or like Yahtzee, or I don't know. Does any of that even still here, or...
0: Uh, Monopoly maybe I don't know I don't play board games anymore I'll play uh some checkers every once in a while
1: Okay well, what about this were you ever a big fan of like MTV music television
0: No uh because I didn't like MTV it didn't it didn't play my kind of music but I rem- I know that existed But in- then
1: you had country stations that yeah. you know kind of popped up and I, I don't know that you see that much video do you see much uh music videos anymore? They do
0: more reality shows on those channels So we're used to. It was a video on Oh, but I mean, 7. MTV,
1: like when you were growing up as a kid, everybody used to watch, I guess besides you, used because, to watch MTV.
0: I mean, it wasn't cool to other people to be listening to Merle Haggard like it was me. I <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I didn't fit in with everybody. I walked to my own beat.
1: All right, I got one for you, Scotty. Put it on me. When I was little, my family used to have milk... And I think you could get ice cream delivered. I mean, faithfully, the milk and the ice cream... To your door? ...was always delivered to the door. I mean, obviously, you had to be there if you were going to be there for ice cream. Right. But I remember my parents used to always get Neapolitan. I never was a fan of strawberry. But I remember, and I think it was like Borden... Yeah. ...actually had a truck that delivered that. And I think some of that is coming back. And I'll say like... You can go to Walmart, you can go to Sam's and pick it up. Now, they don't deliver, but I think now they are actually getting in the market of where they've progressed from you going and picking it up, which is still an option, till they'll deliver it to you. I think think you pay like a, a premium or whatever. It's like DoorDash. I mean, Who would have ever thought that you want to pick something up, you want to order something off of it, you went and got it. Now they'll come and deliver it to you.
0: I do think you're going to see, like, drones delivering all this stuff to your home before long.
1: Yeah, because I think they're already saying that what they're testing it on, like, pizza or Amazon, you know, in certain areas.
0: Would that not be cool? But the Porch Pirate will start following those, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Porch Pirate is already a problem.
0: And it gets worse and worse. I
1: know. Well, that's because everybody is now gravitating to, instead of me having to get up and go, the same concept that we were just talking about. Instead of me having to go buy toilet paper or, you know, these uh, things that you buy with some frequency, they just have it where it's scheduled, where every month I'm going to have a delivery. And now people have meals that are just delivered. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think that's a, that's a good thing. That would be something that I would say I like, and I think we ought to continue.
0: Things that have gone away, I guess this would kind of close out. Uh, it's been used for many different purposes. It was entertainment. It was used for when you run out of toilet paper as a, a necessity. The Sears and Roebuck catalog, a thing of the past.
1: Do you remember how thick that thing was? Yeah. And do you remember getting it? You know why I loved it as a kid? It's Christmas. It, it, did you go around and circle yeah. all the things, and you'd have about 400 things, you know, that Santa Claus was going to get you, uh-huh. uh, that you wanted to ask Santa for Christmas? You know, and your parents conveniently would say, "Ah." Oh, You know, Santa can't carry all that in a sled. You're gonna have to, you know, narrow that down a bit. But I mean, you'd be, I mean, but they had everything in there
0: from a company. You know, the the turn of the century, uh, in the late 1800s, 1900, it was it on a stick. And I mean, everybody
1: at every house had a Sears and Roebuck catalog.
0: And then you noticed Roebuck went away, and it was just Sears. Exactly. I I think he got chunked out of the company. And then it just slowly faded away. It's just so shocking that a staple in America didn't adjust to what was coming because the Sears Roebuck catalog is today's Amazon. Yeah. And why didn't somebody that ran that company catch on to that?
1: Well, I heard the same thing for like the Polaroid camera, that they were telling everybody, you know, it's it's going digital. I mean, it's, it's evolving. And they just kept hanging on to this, old technology and thinking that people were going to stick with it. Kodak
0: is gone, isn't it?
1: Exactly. And that's why. And so I think there are a lot of things that I would love to see brought back, you know, and we talked about that. And I think there's some things that are great that we have the all of these conveniences. But I don't know. Just as a kid, I really loved that Sears and Roebuck. I mean, what were some of the things? I mean, you could order anything in there, couldn't you?
0: Speaking of anything, if you go back into the 1800s, you could buy an entire home you could pick out the house that you wanted in
1: a Sears and Roebuck Sears ca-
0: Roebuck catalog and they would deliver it all the lumber everything and you put it together can you believe that but you had to put the
1: whole house yeah, together yeah it was a kit
0: that you got, you had to put it together, you know, just like you go down and buy some furniture now. It's <laughs> got a little picture, <laughs> A, B, C, and it that's how you did it.
1: Somehow, Scotty, I just could not see you putting a house together that you oh, ordered
0: from Sears and Roebuck. I can't put together those shelves that they sell now. If it doesn't have a picture on the outside, because directions like really confuse me. Have you ever read those things?
1: Well, most guys don't read directions.
0: Well, they make no sense when you read them. Is why I just quit using them. I mean, them.
1: most guys are going to take directions and chunk them. That'd be me. And just start going after it, and I mean, and trying to put it together. I would love for us to order you a Se- from Sears and Roebuck. You a house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See where they? Well,
1: you know, here's a prime I'm example. i already,
0: Angie. You know, with her golf cart, she yes. loves her golf cart. Goes everywhere. And she wanted a hitch. For the back of it. So she ordered one. Well, for once it didn't come with directions. And so I took out all the parts and I laid it there and I thought, huh, yeah, well I I gotta drill a hole here. And I set up that I got the drill out and I got ready to to drill through it and I looked at it and I thought, you know, that just doesn't look right. And I sat there for about forty-five more minutes and realized. Duh! There's pre <laughs> pre
1: holes <laughs> and
0: all of it just screws together. And I was go oh my, I was reinventing the wheel, all because there was no picture.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good thing you never ordered a house from Sears and Robo. <sighs> It'd
0: been bad, Terry.
1: It, I think it, I I would give it maybe a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Technology changes every day, and the odds of us ever seeing the return of the 8-track tape, well, they're pretty slim. But I also remember saying as a kid, gosh, I bet those bell-bottom pants never come back. Yeah, what happened a few years ago? But it's always fun to look back and find memories of yesterday gone by. And I'm also certain that one day my kids will sort through all of my junk in my attic when I'm dead and gone. They'll find a picture, a note that means absolutely nothing to them. and Well, it'll probably end up in the garbage. But in the meantime, it still brings a smile to my face. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at south.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, would you know a secret? Well, you've got some memories from the South. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets from the South.